0: going on my fellow apex legends so today we'll be looking at two different legends that have been stirring up quite a bit of controversy within the community which is ash versus raid which one is truly the better portal master so today i will be pinning them up against each other in 10 different categories those being tactical ultimate ability passive movement their hitbox offense defense cosmetics finishers and lastly are they free so we will look into those shortly but please know right now there is a poll in the description down below where you can let your opinion be heard i want this to be something that's community driven where we will all come together and decide who is really the number one best overall legend most favored by the entire community i'm hoping to make this a series and it takes a lot of time to make these so if you guys learn anything new or i make you smile or you're just here for the ride make sure you slap the like button or hit the subscribe so you don't miss the next episode but with enough rambling let's get right into our first tactical ability So first we're going to be looking at Wraith's tactical ability which is Into the Void. As soon as you hit your Q, you can expect about a second and a half a second animation. After that animation, she will be invincible for 4 seconds, have a 30% movement increase, and her tactical can be combined with her ultimate to gain really good movement but we'll get a little more into that later. Uh, Probably some of the only downsides is that starting animation as well as the ending animation um and also if you come out of your void on top of a door, on top of a crate, or any item really, you die immediately. So be careful with that. Uh but the more that you use Wraith, the more you'll be able to know, you know, when you have to queue, when you don't have to, and a couple of times you are just gonna be gambling. Uh overall, this is one of the reasons why Wraith has never dropped from the meta since the launch of the game. Up next, we're going to be looking at the Arc Snare, the tactical ability owned by Ash. So, to put it in very basic terms, you hit your Q button and a tether sort of like a lasso releases from your wrist and goes infinitely in a straight line wherever you aim. It moves very slow, but once it hits your enemy, it keeps them trapped within a 4 meter radius. If they are shielded, it does 20 damage. If they are unshielded, it does 10. Uh, it can be pretty good if you hone down on somebody and then try to push up and they try to run away throw your tether it'll lock them in place for you one of many downsides is that if you throw it at your teammate or the run in front of it it totally disappears let's say you want to stop a horizon well the tether doesn't have a roof so she'll just keep going up and by the time she hits the top she's not tethered anymore though it is Very effective against octane jump pads and I've even seen some predators lock in some people on gravity lifts which is kind of insane to see Uh, I think it's a pretty bad thing that it only locks one person so if you throw it on a team, it's only hitting one I find it most useful as sort of like a defensive weapon Right here, I laser her but she lasers me more I throw my tether over the rock. My teammate gets to finish her off while I refresh myself. Uh, it's a very rare moment when it really gives you a big advantage in a fight like that. From being totally honest, if I had buff it, maybe give it a tighter radius or the ability to tether more than one person at once. Please, it's it's not good. Wraith is going to get the point for this one. Next, we're going to be looking at the ultimate abilities. So first, we're going to be looking at the Dimensional Rift, which is owned by Wraith. You hit your key behind to start the portal. You then get a 25% speed increase while you are actively placing the portal. Once you hit no more than 75 meters, the portal will place and link two points of the map for 60 seconds, allowing everyone to pass. It is possible to combine her tactical ability with her ultimate to gain even bigger speed, allowing for really, really great movement. If you want poetic examples of just the movement that can be done with her kit, watch any fade gameplay F A I D E, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, She has a lot of opportunities to play offensively and defensively with the ability to save people, with the ability to push up and have a back door at any time it's absolutely great and that's why she's been meta for so long i'll keep saying it over and over it's just facts and now we're going to be looking at the phase tear aka ash's ultimate ability with the single slash of her sword ash has the ability to link two different places on the map instantly in the blink of an eye great for catching people off guard But it has to be within a 62 and a half meter range which is over 10 meters shorter than wraith's portal and she can turn corners what makes this portal better than the other is a minute and a half shorter charge time for her ultimate which is honestly not that bad and you're going to be using the phase more often than you really think the best way to use ash is by constantly just phasing whenever you see a great opportunity The more you use it, the more you will understand how to react as soon as you've reached the other side. When it's a good idea to portal and when it is not. And when is the perfect time to give that last slash to get behind your enemy. When you side by side, it's pretty obvious to see the differences and where one would be greater than the other in a certain situation. Ash's portal is significantly faster but Wraith can go just that extra bit farther. They seem pretty balanced to me, so I'll say it's a tie. Up next, we're going to be comparing their passive abilities. For Ash, it is marked for death, which marks on your entire map all of the death boxes with skulls. It can be great for finding a good rotation. Also, if you go to those death boxes and scan them, If their attackers aka killers are still alive, they will be pinged where you can go chase if you feel like or go a different way beat them to a choke point. Whatever you do with the information is up to you but it's good to have. Wraith's passive ability Voices from the Void allows her to hear a voice in her head anytime someone is aiming at her, if she's in a kill zone or just a bad spot to be Comparing the two, the information that Wraith receives is very vague and is kinda hit or miss versus Ash, it'll always be useful to know where people are dropping, where there's death boxes for loot, and where to push, and where to go if you want some ranked points. So, because of that, I'm gonna give this point to Ash. Now, I did want to involve a hitbox category where we look at their hitboxes by the pixel to see which one is technically larger, which one is smaller. But, there is... No matter where I looked, all over the internet, I could not find accurate information on Ash's hitbox, so unfortunately, without that, I can't say which one is better. So we're just gonna have to move on to the next category, which is movement. Ash easily has the fastest perpendicular movement out of any other legend in the game. She can reposition not only herself, but her whole team or take high ground in a blink of an eye. Some major disadvantages with her movement is that one, it's a one-way trip when you use your portal and second, if you don't have your portal and you're not hitting your tether stars, dude, you're stuck. You're like Watson in the middle of an open field. What are you gonna do? Hit your shots and hope you live. Great, bro. Honestly, again, just just go watch Faze, all right? Wraith has absolutely insane movement. I know she has a tiny hitbox. There's information on that. She can kill an entire squad then phase out just like I did right there. And she's totally fine. You can go pop her back. And this second example, I use her entire kit. I kill off this Valkyrie that was annoying me, I then get seer alted. I don't want him to see my footsteps so I face out of the seer alt. As I push out, this team tries a third party so I pop my portal in an effort to try to get away and maybe get a battery in. With a little map knowledge and knowing how to cover my back while I run, I was able to escape this team of two without them knowing or having any idea where I went. Ultimately, it is the fact that her tactical and her ultimate ability allow her to move faster and get better positions that give her the point in this category. Next, we'll answer the question, who do you want to be when you're trying to mow down a bunch of teams? Here, Mirage had to run away from my wingman. I hold him in place and gun him down. We then take the zipline over and kill the rest of the team. Full squad. Here, this team is trying to take a defensive position, and me and my homie are desperately trying to get them to come out. I use a grenade and a tether to absolutely destroy their shields, and then my sword to push up. The only bad side is that you need your ultimate to be any way special while being aggressive. Your tether, I'm sorry bro, it's just 99% of the time, it's not going to do anything crazy. They're just going to shrug it off. For Wraith, the offensive philosophy is very clear. Throw yourself in the middle of the mosh pit, then phase out when you know it's time. It's highly beneficial to you because you can enter and exit. If you're in the middle of the fight, you can set a portal for your team to follow up with you or for you to leave that fight and re-enter. It is her ability to be in controlled chaos that brings so many aggressive players to main Wraith. Adding on to the evidence is the fact that Wraith's phase directly counters Ash's tether. You can stick her and she just phases right out. Or she phases out of the team that just ported right on top of her head. It's for that reason that Wraith wins this category. Oh my god, I'm stiff. I'm stiff. Next, we're going to be comparing them defensively. Which do you want to be when you're trying to defend a team that's desperately trying to turn you into a death box? In this example, I'm attempting to defend my teammate who went down in the middle of an open field. I try to go down for a res and realize I am now in a death pit. I even out our odds, then teleport right back to my original position with my teammate right behind me and my high ground advantage still intact. I found that Ash's abilities really began to shine whenever I was on the defense, whenever I was fighting somebody and I needed to take a break from the fight in order to get a battery in or get a reload in, even to hold doors and other choke points while we begin to rotate or get to a better spot. Uh, If you travel through her portal as a team, it's highly unlikely that your enemy will follow you and try to take down the whole team, because as soon as they get through that portal, there will be three guns aiming at his face. Now we'll look at Wraith defensively, which is honestly not too different. You can get the whole team in and out of a room as needed, but there is that wait time. So if you are of gas, you cannot instantly take your whole team out. Your team has to wait in that gas, probably get pushed while your Wraith phases and tries to play support. I say this because it's most likely that you're going to need that portal and that emergency situation when you need to leave the room immediately. And quite frankly, Ash is going to do that job way better than Rake. If your team is on the defense instead of the offense, you probably are already at the disadvantage. And that is the reason why you're on the defense. So that quick immediate reposition can totally flip around. The whole flow of the battle, so for that reason, Ash will receive the point for the defensive. Next, we'll be comparing the cosmetics of the two legends. Now, Ash is pretty limited in comparison to Wraith due to the fact Wraith has been around since season one and Ash was only released this season. I personally enjoy her emotes more than Wraith's emotes, but what makes Wraith way better cosmetically is the fact she has an heirloom, okay? Point blank, period. If you have an heirloom, you're gonna take the category. Unless we have two legends that both have heirlooms, then we'll have an interesting discussion. But yeah, Wraith is just going to take the point for this one. Next, we'll be looking at their finishers. Now, we'll be deciding this based on who is more brutal and deadly. And Wraith does a great job of throwing them into a different universe or beating the crap out of them. But Ash only has deadly finishers. The first one, you see a nice peek of her little rat and then she decapitates you. The second one, she puts a sword through your chest. That's intimidating and I love it. Ash will get the point for this one. And the last and final category is, is a legend free? Now, technically both legends are free, but as soon as you download the game, you can start playing as Wraith and getting used to her abilities. (laughs) They're going to have to grind out a couple Legend Tokens in order to unlock Ash, so obviously Wraith gets a point here, bringing us to our totals. To recap, a total of 9 out of the 10 categories awarded points in this episode. The totals were Wraith 5.5 and and Ash 3.5. After looking at the evidence laid out in the video, it's pretty easy to tell why the score is so uneven mainly due to the fact that Wraith's tactical is so powerful and Ash's tactical is so underwhelming. Honestly, if her tether were to have a tighter spread or once again be able to tether more than one person, throw it on a team that's looting some boxes and they're all stuck there. The main problem with Ash's kit is the fact that her tactical is very bad at doing what it was intended of doing, which is Holding your enemy in place so that you can go away or so that you can come in and kill them. It's not good at doing that. It gives them wiggle room to peek around the corner to shoot you again or it gives them wiggle room to turn around the corner so you can't shoot them. I'm sure a major change will come along since most of the community tends to agree with what I'm saying here. The Arc Snare needs a rework in order for anybody to take Ash seriously in order for any Wraith players trying to change over to Ash to actually want to play her, they're going to miss their very bold and effective Q that they had before. That phase run can single-handedly counter the Arc Tether and the Portal at the single push of a button and it is for that reason that overall I believe that Wraith is a greater legend. If you guys enjoyed the video, learned anything new, or are really interested to see what the community has to say, or you just can't help but let me know how wrong I am, make sure you let me know down in the comments, leave a like and participate in the poll so that we all can come together and find the correct answer to this question. If you watched it all the way through, thank you so much for validating a week's worth of research and actually hunting for all these clips that went into this single video if you're watching on the flow thank you for supporting growing companies and growing visions if you made it this far watch this beautiful last clutch peace and love follow your dreams never give up peace